Hey everybody, and welcome to episode three of Happy Hour with the Three Guys. Today you're going to get to hear about utopias, you're going to get to hear about winter beers, um, you're going to get to hear about what our favorite beer is. If we had to drink it forever, what would we choose? Does glassware matter? Uh, we get to talk about Bud Light, and we also get to talk about some more serious topics about Hollywood, things going on like that, and then we're also going to talk about movies, video games, and everything you like. So, here we go. Hey everybody, I'm Dylan. This is William from The Three Guys, and we're here for the third installment of Happy Hour. Throwing a little curveball at you on this one. Third episode, two guys. We, we like to keep you guys on your toes. Mind blown. But, um, yeah, so if you're still listening to us after three three episodes... We appreciate both of you. <laughs> All one and a half. <laughs> Two of the nicest people you'd ever meet, yep. really. I it's, think one's it's, it's deaf it's, and doesn't understand the fact that the little squiggly lines mean there's audio playing in the background. It's us. They're just... They're <laughs> the amazing thing is, is at this moment, this is, this is why I think maybe we got to look at doing a video podcast down the line. Dylan just amazingly failed at using a bottle opener to open a beer. In the fact that he didn't so much as take the cap off of it as he scalped one one little quarter section of it where you can see the nice shiny metal underneath. In my defense, it is kind of leaking some, some, some gas, so um, I just wanted to liberate it gently. If that were a haircut, I'd demand my money back. Jeez, you peace. Jeezy Pete. That's yeah. how hard that is to get off of there. Jeezy Pete. That was a fight. But uh, So what are we drinking today? Beer. Drinking beer. Yes. I, like, I, I happen to like beer. Shocker. Right? Uh, true to the nature of happy hour, this is what's going to keep happening as we keep doing these episodes. Is we are, we're going to continue enjoying uh, the, the very essence of happy hour. Just set aside 60 minutes where you don't care as much about your body and your liver as the rest of the time of the day. And uh, pack a couple in. Pour smiles on your brain. Pour, well, I mean, that's, uh, that's where we got started. Pour, you guys know us from, from beer shows. So, that's, I mean, that's still going to be our route. If you haven't uh, listened to us before, we appreciate you tuning in. Which, uh, at the moment... Whoa! For anybody not in the know, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> wow, we just changed the nature of our podcast. For anybody not in the know, Jesus. Um, my reaction is that I just opened a beer called uh, White Chocolate by the brewery. Whoa. And um, I didn't read the alcohol by volume on that when I opened it. I thought, well, this is going to be a little, little um, Nice little bomber here. Well, it's an ale aged in bourbon barrels with cocoa nibs and vanilla beans. I mean, that's right up my alley. Um, I took a, a big whiff of it, and I'm pretty sure I could start my lawnmower with it. It's a uh, 15.1% alcohol by volume. Do you even need the point one after 15? Uh, that's. It's actually 15.125, but. Do you even need the point one two five after 15? Okay, it's it's a barley wine, more or less. It's it's a wheat. Okay, it's a wheat wine, not a barley <sighs> wine. It's a barrel aged wheat wine, uh, which that's that's why it is a fifteen percent. 
I, I just I find keywords on bottles when I go shopping, and if I catch it, if it catches my eye, that's what I get. I don't read too in depth. I'm not super picky. I drink whatever he doesn't want left in the fridge. That I that I know my role in life, and I'm good at that, so I've stuck with it. However, it's my job to keep him uh, on the the narrow out of straight in there. I don't know, you know. I'm drunk on the smell of this. <laughs> it's his job to keep me on the crooked and wide. Um, on the nose, that thing smells like it came out of a whiskey bottle. Yes, so that's. I'm I'm very interested, but I'm also kind of afraid. Um, the no- the nose reminds me a little bit of a lot of those sours that you like. It's got that kind of tart smell to me. I, I don't get that at all. Yep, yeah, I do. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's what we're drinking right now. Um, before we started in our little mini rehearsal, we, uh, we finished off a bottle of Lindemann's new strawberry Lambic and that was a very, very good Lambic. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the, the process, uh, behind Lindemann's cause uh, Lindemann's kind of gets a lot of flack because people say that it's basically soda. Well, yeah, it is, but if you actually knew the process behind making a Lambic, a true Lambic, you would understand that it, it takes a lot. Yeah, it's it's back-sweetened all to hell, but... All to hell. All to hell. All to hell. It, it's back-sweetened a super amount, but the process that Lindemann's puts into their Lambic beers, they, they basically, they brew a beer... Close. Close. <laughs> they, they brew a beer... I'm gonna, Wreck. I'm driving right now. They, they, <laughs> oh, good. They, they brew a beer, and then they brew a second beer. They mix the two beers together after about a year, or more in some cases, and then they brew a third batch, mix those batches together, and they just, they're, they're continuously mixing batches and aging, and it's a super delicate process, and it's an expensive process because, I mean, who's to say that what comes out after five years is going to be a good beer? So they may have to dump five years worth of labor in in the process. So, um, yeah, so there, there, that's your little history lesson on uh, on lambics. All right. Yeah. So now that I know the history, am I am I allowed to drink this? Oh yeah, we can drink. Oh, that. The, the yay! Because that's I I like the history. I like having the knowledge, but not as much as I enjoy putting it in my tummy. And I think we're gonna step into wow. that. Yeah. I've already drank it. Yeah. I was yeah. trying to fill in because that you know no silence on a podcast. Yeah, we thing. shouldn't have that. That's bad. That's last time um, when we had our what was it the synchronized silence. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, we. I had to cut that out. I think. Anyway, it made it. Oh, did it? I think. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I was well, here. Well, I, I think I left it in, but I think I cut part of it out. Yeah. Yeah. Well. But yeah, drink that so I can talk about this well, beer. You do that because I'm not trying to synchronize our silence. Um, that. It's actually blended really, really well because you don't get a lot of alcohol burn, which is amazing in a 15% beer. You do get a little bit of warmth down in your tummy, but it's it's you don't get it up front, and it's really impressive how they did that. And then on the back end, you get a lot of the white chocolate notes. You get some vanilla. Um, man, that is just really good. 
Is there a hole in my glass? <coughs> no, no, I, I dribbled a little bit. Is it that good? Uh, yeah. <laughs> From my nipple, actually. That's... Should I leave you alone? If you, you leave, if you you leave me, if you leave me, you can. But if you leave me alone, the audio on this one's about to change its nature drastically. I know a subreddit. Yeah. Please just leave me here for a moment with the rest of this white chocolate goodness. Leave me to the listeners. I'm going to turn off the light, take off three articles of clothing, and no, and no matter what you hear, do not open the door! <laughs> no, uh, I could, this reminds me, if you've ever had the, the chocolate like bourbon balls or rum balls at the, the holiday season, mm-hmm. that's what it reminds me of. Not too boozy, sweet, but not sugary or syrupy. My wife's grandmother makes bourbon balls. Your wife's grandmother makes awesome bourbon balls. And you can't eat them and drive home the same day. They're 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 up there in, in the octane levels. You can't eat them and cook more of them in the same day. I'm pretty sure Granny has to make three batches a week. Whoa. I... You've got to talk her into making more of those this year. We'll have some this year. Oh, you! Sh- yeah. Oh, most definitely you yeah. should. Uh, those were delicious. But that—that's the essence. This kind of reminds me of that—that that chocolatey sweet quality with a little bit of uh, the alcohol flair to it. That's this is what I'm trying to say. Is this is my happiest Christmas moments in a bottle? <laughs> you like it? Yes. Um, what it honestly reminds me of is kind of. A, and this is going to sound crazy if you've ever had it, but a light Utopias. It, it kind of it, depending on which. Okay, batch, yeah, I can um, get that. It, it, you get that. You get that alcohol, um, but you also get a little bit of um, the the toffee, chocolatey, bourbony flavors. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it kind of reminds me of a light Utopias. I, I can get that because Utopias does have that like thick syrup quality to it mm-hmm. and that heaviness i i could see how this would remind you of a, a lighter looser kin to it that, that makes sense we're making sense this week speaking of utopias how's that for a segue <laughs> oh you're getting good um, at this last week i said that this week we would be sipping on utopias 2017 and we're not he's a liar uh, he's I'm... a dirty Dirty liar. My beer guy is a liar, not me. Um, He's a liar. That's a lie, and he's a liar for saying it. Be it what it will. Or may. May will. Be it it what it will, may. Be may what it was. Um, Yeah, no, my beer guy didn't get it, and um, uh, I punched him in the face. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, he, he didn't get it, and there was actually a really good story behind it. Um... And I wanted to kind of say this because I've actually gone to the defense of Sam Adams in the past about um, their relationships with, or what people think of them and their relationship with craft beer and whether they're actually craft beer anymore and then whether they make good beer or not. Sam Adams were kind of dicks to my beer guy. Um, he was he was talking to the distributor and it, it may not be Sam Adams. I think it's more the new distributor that he has to go through for Sam Adams. Well, I'm not saying um, no. You're I, casting I, heavy stones. Well, yeah, no, I don't think like, like I, I think if Sam Adams knew that it was going on, they would probably have a big issue with it. But basically, uh, he didn't get it on time, and he called the distributor, 
and the distributor said that uh, he wasn't going to get any. That it was going to go to Kroger and some other place, I don't remember, but Kroger really stood out as, as the most WTF mate of it. But it was going to go to Kroger, and they were going to get three bottles. That is a strange destination. It gets better. Kroger, uh, very the, it, each Kroger in our area was going to get one bottle, and, and there, there were about three Krogers in the area, and each one was going to get one bottle. Those three bottles were going to go to my guy. But um, they were going to go to Kroger, and Kroger was going to hold a raffle, basically a lottery. And whoever drew the lucky straw was going to get a bottle of Utopias. No! Yeah. No! So he told the distributor to come get every bit of Sam Adams he had in his store and get it the shit out. And um, that that made them change their mind. Uh, Rightfully so, because that... That would essentially eliminate me ever being able to have Utopias again. I mean, what are the chances? I mean, yeah, the chances. But but why why would they want to do that? That's not going to let a beer person get it. It's going to be like that idiot on Facebook that ch- supposedly chugged oh, Utopias. You're gonna you're gonna slide into this one. I'm sliding, but it, it, it's going to let people like that get it. it. For whatever reason, Utopias has got a huge amount of advertising this year, which is great. Utopias is fantastic, but it doesn't need to go to people that don't want to drink it, that don't appreciate it. If you don't like it and you don't think you're going to like it, I'm not going to say don't get it because I think if you got it, it would surprise you. But I am going to say, if you have no interest in it whatsoever, don't ruin it for everybody else. But yeah, talking about the guy on Facebook. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> um, you smooth talking bitch. <laughs> Um, I don't know if anybody saw it on Facebook, but there's been a video going around of a guy who came up with a bottle of Utopias, and um, he compares it to homemade wine, and um, and then he chugs it. Well, first of all, I've had a lot of homemade wine. Thanks, Johnny. And um, <laughs> you'll I, know you'll know who we're talking about in the video, but uh, he's actually he's backed by a web channel, which. Yeah. Yeah, which he's, is he's disappointing, a, really. He's, he's part of a channel. So he's, you know, the whole web network that gave this guy a budget. The same uh, people that like Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, uh, but uh, you you will know who we're talking. I'm not going to throw out his name because I don't want this to get any more no. attention as possible. But if you've run up on it though, heavy set bearded guy, very dismissive. Neither of us goes way out of his way to be about as southern as he can be. I mean, I'm, and not I'm, Wesley. I mean, over trying. Over trying to be Southern. Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, pretty much. And, yeah, so if you have seen it, you know what we're talking about. If you haven't seen it, uh, just don't even look it up. Uh, Dylan will paint the picture for you. Well, I just, all the rest of the antics aside in the video, I just want to point out to everybody, if you see the video, don't think the guy actually bong-chugged Utopias. There is no fizz whatsoever in Utopias. You could shake that bottle in a damn paint shaker, and it would not have a bubble. So, don't think that the guy chugged Utopias from a beer bong, because if you look really closely, there's foam that that runs through the tube. So, he did not chug that beer. And if he wants to challenge me on that, I will be happy to call him out one-on-one, because that really irritates me. Because, um, I mean, I, I like Utopias, so... Um, it's 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 a very tasty winter brew. Let me just put it that way. 
What are we doing over there? Are we texting? Uh, we are hopefully doing a little social media outreach. Oh, outreach. Yes. We want to thank everybody on uh, iTunes, Android Play, Google Play, you know, things. Um, Facebook, Google. We want to thank everybody for, for their support. On for the us. interwebs, really. Yeah, if you're part of the much, interwebs. Yeah, if you're on the interwebs, we like you. I'm not sure how much more of that I can drink and stay sober. <laughs> I'm not sure I am sober. I, I'm not worried about how much more I can drink. I'm just going to see what my body holds. <laughs> actually, no. I, I'm actually over here working on, on the Tweeties. See, the funny thing is, they say that you can't drink a gallon of milk because your stomach cannot hold it. But I'm pretty positive I, I've had a gallon of alcohol, uh, a beer in me at one point, and didn't throw up. I... I actually know for a fact I've drank a gallon of beer before because I was so curious on whether or not I could do it that I actually looked up how many ounces in a gallon and then did... 640 ounces in five gallons. Well, there you go. I, I, I burped. Yeah. <laughs> but I looked up uh, ounces per gallon mm-hmm. and then I broke it down and how many beers that would take to equal one gallon of beer. And I've actually gone over it. How many, how many? In a session. How, not, many, how many does it take to equal a gallon? How many, like twelve ounce bottles? A, a few. A few. Yeah, a few. There's well, a, you you fill the dead air while oh, I Google. Okay, so and it's All funny. Right, there's six hundred forty ounces in five gallons. Divide that by five. There's one hundred twenty eight in one gallon. Divide that by twelve. So there's ten. So not even a twelve pack. Yeah. I have had a twelve pack yeah. in one sitting. Like I said, I've gone so, over it. Yeah, I think I've done that. Which just it goes to prove what I've been saying for years: beer is better than milk. The the equivalent of milk, your body will reject it. What, what is what is that meme? Um, milk or beer won't solve all your problems, or something like that. But neither, neither will milk. milk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, you know, don't cry over spilled milk. It could have been beer. So I've never spilled a beer on purpose. I've never spilled one on accident either. Um, but no. Moving right along. Um, Moving right along as I sit over here and piss off the brewery because I'm going to be chatting with them on Twitter. Doing the Twitter. Interesting. Um, there are different editions of white chocolate um, by the brewery. Now, by the way, I love the brewery. I just want to throw that out there. They have become probably one of my top three brewers because... Everything I have by them is amazing. If, if you have access to the brewery or the brewery to row, which is their barrel aged project, um, definitely give them a look because they are fantastic. Um, but yeah, um, let's let's talk about since we've got a high alcohol, high octane beer in front of us, let's talk about winter beers because winter beers are typically known to be heavier and warm to keep you warm in those long winter nights. Um, so let's talk about what your favorite winter beer might be. Uh, first of all, let's define what a winter beer typically is. Winter beer is going to be a heavier beer, a little bit higher on the alcohol content. It's going to be a darker beer, usually. It doesn't have to be, but uh, usually it's going to be a darker beer. It's going to have um, notes of clove in it. Clove is a very popular uh, winter ingredient. Um, cinnamon, um, sometimes chocolate or vanilla, or both. Um, bourbon aged, bourbon barrel aged. That's that's a pretty big um, winter beer 
subject. Um, let me pour a little more of this delicious beverage. Um, but yeah, that's that's typically what you would find in a winter beer. Um, spicy. Um, a common winter beer you, you may have seen would again we're going back to Sam Adams uh, but I mean they're just they're out there and everybody knows Sam Adams and everybody can get to Sam Adams so they're, they're going to kind of be the benchmark when we compare a beer for you to be able to find somewhere um, what what a, a typical winter beer old Fezziwig by Sam Adams Lord Fezziwig um, a, a light beer if you're not a dark beer kind of guy uh, or gal a light beer um, by them would be White Christmas which I can't remember off the top of my head, but I think they have cinnamon and... I'm not going to lie. I'm not sure. But I think it's cinnamon and a couple other things. Um, but White Christmas is a lighter beer that you might like. But again, I mean, a winter beer is going to be a, 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 a heavier, warmer beer, higher alcohol content. Um, so what would you consider one of your favorite winter beers? Uh, one of my favorite winter beer. Uh, honestly, you know what? I'm actually going to throw this one out on Twitter as soon as I'm done talking about this one. Is one that came out. It was Big Muddy's Winter Ale by I Big Muddy Brewing. I loved that one so much. So good. That, that was actually going to be my answer. Um, <laughs> Took it. It it if if you haven't had it, pick it up. If you can't get it, uh, tweet us and we'll see what we can do about getting it to you. Um, but uh, Big Muddy Brewing's Winter Ale. It's it kind of tastes like a cinnamon roll. Um, drink it a little warm. Don't drink it at uh, the Coors temperature. Drink it a little warm, maybe 45, 50 degrees. Um, it's it's really good. <laughs> it tastes like a cinnamon roll. Um, and and again, I mean, uh, Old Fezziwig is is a is a delicious beer. It's um it's quite a bit heavier. Um, allspice, clove. Um, it's, I believe it's a lager, so it's got that lager. What's that? Uh, old Fezziwig. Ooh, been a while since I've had that one. Yeah, um, I'm, 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 I may be completely wrong, but I think it's a lager. Nothing like fact-checking while we're in the middle of talking about well, something. You know. Yeah. Uh, we got the uh, Trump strategy. I'm going to say it, he doesn't at I, all. I'm going to say it's a beer. He, he lets uh, other people fact check and then lies and says he never said it, even though it's on Twitter for everyone to see. Yeah, we're going to we're veering that way again. Well, That's... when it's just there, <laughs> and I just it's it's so much fun because we thought, oh man, we're going to stay away from some of the hot button topics. We'll we'll edge them. And there's just everything in us just is like, you know what? Say that shit. See what they think. <laughs> well, the thing is, I mean, we do have a, a pretty pretty substantial topic a little bit later we're going to talk about. Yeah, we, yeah, I mean, I knew we were going to dive into it before. That's right, guys. There's one coming up that's made me nervous to chat about. We're, we're All not, the more reason to keep listening. We're not just fun and games. We're also on the hot button of society. Yep. Is that a thing? It, it is. I like to find society's hot button, and I like to, I like to rub it a little and kind of do circles on that hot. button. As long button. as you have permission. Yeah. Well, I, I always try to get permission, and where possible, I like to get written permission. This is a good backup. Yes. Yes. And there's a separate form for Cunnilingus. You don't want to see his email. South Park jokes. I'm just waiting for the day Trey Parker sues me. It's just that's pretty much my life's ambition is wait to see the uh, cease and desist from uh, Trey and Matt. Um, going back to uh, <coughs> Fezziwig, if if you are interested, like I said, Sam Adams is really easy to get. It's going to be in their winter 
assortment pack. And I will guarantee you, even if you don't like any of the other beer in the winter assortment, you'll like the chocolate bock. So just go get it anyway. Um, but uh, the Sam Adams description for Old Fezziwig is spicy and bold, a festive ale bursting with the flavors of the season. Uh, full body, that's a, so yeah, it's an ale. I lied. Um, full body and spice, it'll help those long winter nights pass more quickly. Rich malt character creates notes of sweet toffee, which, yeah, caramel, roasty chocolate, and classic holiday spices like cinnamon, ginger, and orange peel dance on the tongue, bringing with them celebratory spirit of the season. The sincerity in your voice just dropped off as you read it. Well, that's because I was trying to read ahead of myself. <laughs> I was I was reading the food pairings while I was trying to read the stuff above it, so it, it kind of hurt me. Yeah, um, that, you yeah. got to hear what a mental derailment sounded like. So, there's that. Now you know. And it, it's a 6%, so, um, that I mean, that tells you. 213 calories a serving. Yeah. Not, not scaring me. Not at all. Anybody that's actually seen our reviews knows it's not going to scare any of us. It's actually considered a spiced brown ale. Mm. Yep, I did not know. Old Fezziwig. Brown really? Ale. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, so interesting. Very interesting. Um, we talked about our favorite winter beer. That's me erasing the board. Yeah. I'm not killing puppies. That's I, me I, erasing I the board. I hope they heard that one. Just you randomly talking. Yipe! There you go. Just to explain, I'm not stomping puppies. He's not fingering a small pig. If I am, it had permission. I had permission. It had permission for me, you know, anyway. He got into writing. Yeah, it's in my email. There's a separate form. They tweeted me. Oh. Because if it's on Twitter, it's true. Yeah, until I say he's mocking me because I'm over here trying to work our social media as we do that. Um, in fact, uh, odds are pretty good if, you, uh, if you're mad at anything we've done... Via our uh, Facebook or Twitter or our Instagram. Uh, that was me and I don't give a shit. But sorry, not sorry. Talking about uh, our favorite winter beers. How about forever? If we could have one beer forever. Only one beer for the rest of our lives. What would we choose? Uh, I'm, I'm going to bounce this one to you. Because my answer is going to be very unsatisfactory. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna wing this one back over. Well, see the thing is, it's such a hard question for me because I I love so many different beers. Um, I don't I don't know. Um, maybe uh, we talked about the brewery earlier. Um, there's a beer. Do you want the bottle? Yep. <laughs> there was such a train wreck that just happened trying to hand off the bottle. We're going to have to start live streaming our, our uh, podcast. You know what? Uh, you, you're spoiling something that I was going to announce down the line. Yeah. But uh, uh, while we're on the topic, I'm going to say this. It, in celebration of the fact that this is the third podcast of the three guys, before we're done today... I'm going to have a special announcement. Sweet. So, there all the more reason. Hot button topic coming up before the end of happy hour and a special announcement before the end of the hour. We may need so, to be intoxicated before we talk about that hot button topic. That's going to make it all the hotter on the button. I do like hot buttons. Counterclockwise. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, special announcement coming up, and I'm actually uh, I don't even know about it, so that's interesting. Yes. Um, no, if I had to choose my favorite that I could, ha- I mean, it just depends on my mood. If if I'm wanting something a little deeper, I may go. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not going to go deep. I'm not going to hit the bottom, but I'll round out the edges, okay? Um, I don't know. Orzata by the brewery is a really, really, really good beer. Would I want to drink it forever? Probably not. Um, I I think a forever beer would have to be lighter. Um, And I think if I chose a forever beer, I might choose Yakima Wheat by Schlafly. It's it's my my yard work lawnmower beer. It's it's hoppy but not bitter. It's easy to drink. Um, you can drink a ton of it without feeling too intoxicated. Um, you can it's it's just good and it, or bloated it, or full. It, it's it's not even a light beer. Uh, it quenches your thirst. There's no rice in it. Um, <laughs> Are you saying it's not one of its four it, key no, ingredients? It, it's not an essential ingredient actually foreshadowing but uh yeah I, I think my forever beer would have to be yakima wheat ale by schlafly uh, i i salute you on your ability to actually narrow that one down and this I'm is why i'm not real confident about it well this is why i said my answer is going to be so unsatisfying but if i were to be honest with myself and i were to be honest with everyone who's listening i couldn't I just absolutely could not because of the fact that the variety of beers and as the seasons change, the temperature changes, my mood changes, uh, what I'm pairing it with changes. It That is what makes beer so great to me is the fact that there's just ballparks away from each other to experience. Well, see, I, if I yeah. had to narrow it down to one... I probably wouldn't want to drink it anymore. Well, see, that, that's actually what I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say if I couldn't drink anything else, I probably would stop drinking because I would get bored. I get yeah. bored with beer. Um, I mean, my beer fridges, there's stuff in there that there are four missing and two left because mm. I got tired of it. Which is it's, the ones I usually still, drink. It's, yeah, you're, mm. you, you take care of that for me. Yeah. It's still delicious, and mm. I still love yeah. it. And in six months, I'll probably want to drink it again. But I just don't. I, I get tired of beer. So, yeah, I mean, I, w- I would probably drink Yakima Wheat. Uh, if it's my forever beer and it's all I can have, I may mow the yard once a week and have one. But, I mean, all in all, I would probably get tired of it and, and stop drinking. A lot of the times, um, especially when people find out what I do or people recognize me from uh, our YouTube channel, which actually does happen amazingly. It's happened to me, yeah. Um, happened to me literally a week ago. Somebody said, hey, you're one of the three guys. And I, I peed a little because they knew about the three guys, but then I was very flattered that yes, it was. A lot of the times, that's one of somebody's first question. What's well, your favorite beer? And so I kind of play on that with a question like yours, if you could have one beer. I do what I call the desert island question. If you're trapped on a desert island, mm-hmm. you could only take one with you. And my answer to that one is just undoubtedly, uh, it's Moose Drool, a brown ale made by Big Sky Brewing out of Missoula, Montana, which is a brown ale the way I think brown ale should be done. But... As far as your question goes, your forever beer, as much as I love that one, I give myself, and I, I'm going to soldier through this, I give myself three months. 
Yeah. And, I, and that's just it. As much as I love Moose Drool, there's a time that it, it needs to go to the shelf and then like uh, Canoe Paddler by Lining Kugel comes in. And I love that so much in the summer. And I think one of the reasons I love it so much is once spring gives way into the real kind of deep summer near fall, it goes away. Mm-hmm. You don't get any more. And I, that's, even I, I think if it continued through the fall, I wouldn't Which, like it as interestingly much. Interestingly enough, they stopped it and then they were like, oh, never mind. Yeah. So I, I think, I, and I, I don't want to talk down on them, but I think it came to the point that they were like, well, if we say we're not going to make it anymore, it's going to sell great. Yeah. And then when we come out with a limited release, yeah. it's going to sell great. Uh, I, and I, now, I mean, it's back in the I rotation. actually talked with a lady from Line and Kugels who said they that they're planning on doing a full release again next year. See, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Why are you playing with your fans? But, I mean, honestly, I'm not a big Liony fan anyway because I don't. I think they're overrated. Um, and it could be the same argument that I try to help Sam Adams with. Maybe they are overrated. But, um, no, I just it's like Yingling. I don't like Yingling. Yingling Light is a shitty light beer. Yeah, I hate I'm sorry. It's a shitty light beer. Um the black and tan is pretty good. I, I really like the black and tan. Um, but I, I haven't found any yingling in forever besides black and tan that I like. Yeah. And and uh, Line and Kugel, honestly, to me, seems almost like they're trying to cater more toward um, the people that don't like what beer tastes like. Because they have a lot of shandies yeah. and they have a lot of uh, raspberry wheat and just a lot of stuff that's not going to taste like beer yeah. and it kind of seems like they're catering yeah. toward a, a different audience on that note though I think Liney's underrated but I think it's their fault because mm-hmm. they put all their marketing attention on their shandies and yeah. on those weird things yeah you don't you don't they see have, advertisements for yeah. Canoe Paddler yeah Canoe Paddler uh, the uh, what was it the, the beer garden that they had uh, a year ago um, yeah, um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. that was a pre- uh, hellish, yeah. Yeah. Good beer. Unless you're in the beer community, you didn't hear about it. Right. Why? Because they got a raspberry lemonade shandy. They put all their marketing into their wrong beers. And I think for that reason, they're underrated. The think, the ones uh, that fly under their radar are really good beers. I think I think the the shandy topic could be something we could talk about at length because I have a yeah. whole long opinion about how awful shandies are. Yeah. If you have to take a beer that's bad enough that you have to mix half and half with juice, yeah. Um, that shit's not wanting to go in me. So yeah, yeah. I, there's a thought. This going is in the... me. That's the blank space. <laughs> that is the blank space where I was supposed to provide a counter argument, and I have none. Absolutely none. That's... Funny little story. I do this bit a lot. Uh, so anybody that knows me knows it's not super uncommon for me to say some shit like this. But uh, yesterday my wife and I were shopping. And <laughs> oh, that's not that's, it? That's okay. not the bit. Oh, okay. no, we're getting there. And um, we come up on a summer sausage. And the name... On the label of the summer sausage was four pounds of meat. (laughs) And we got about five feet away. And I I turned to my wife and I said, you know, I danced under that name in Vegas. (laughs) And I thought she was going to piss her pants in Sam's Club. 
And I, she's heard me say I've, that a lot. I've used that a lot, actually. It's, it's a great bit. I'm, Thank you, Craig Ferguson. Yes. <laughs> Craig, we've ripped you off so blatantly. If you want to get together and drink a bottle of water, we can do yeah. that. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb. I'll go bigger than that. If you would like to sit down with the three guys and drink some soda water. I hate some, seltzer. Hey. I'm going, I mean, I can. I, I've, I've had all. I've had Keystone. I mean, I, I can... <laughs> I can do seltzer water if I have to. Oh, for, for my boy Craig. You should treat I, him real quick. You know what? That's a great idea. Yeah. I think I'm going to do that. You should. Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, Craig would probably be very receptive of us. So everybody, be sure to uh, go to Twitter and, and, and read what we said to Craig. And, and, and make sure to come back to us and, and say, hey, that was funny. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the brewery and Big Muddy. Well, oh yeah, yeah. I've been a I've been a busy little bee over here on this episode. But at Three Guys uh, Beer, just like always. I mean, it wasn't any different for me carrying your weight. Yeah, that's a lot of weight to carry. I'm impressed. My back hurts. I'm impressed so at the strength of your shoulders. Yeah, um, uh, we we mentioned uh, rice earlier, kind of in a joking way. But uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about the Bud Light essential ingredients ad. Uh, that that you may or may not have seen. It's been on TV and it's getting a lot of airtime because I don't. There's none in there. Oh <laughs> no! Yeah, we had to have a little palate cleanser after that last beer. Yeah, see, I'm I'm just reaching for things across the table, but I guess I'll cleanse my palate with another one of these Guinness. Two hundred. It's mostly like water after that last one. So yeah. Um, but no, I, I'm sure on TV. Like, I don't even watch commercials, and I've seen this ad. So. I'm sure a lot of you guys have too. Um, but basically, Bud Light has got an advertisement where they say they only use the four <laughs> essential ingredients for beer. Barley, hops, water, and rice. Now, where I come from, most people don't put rice in beer. However, Bud Light does. Budweiser does. That's their thing. Um, it is... From a brewing standpoint, an adjunct. It is something that is added to beer to change or alter the flavor in some way that doesn't add anything to the beer other than some flavor. It doesn't add alcohol. It doesn't add, I guess some people would say, flavor. Uh, good flavor, maybe. But it's... Um, it's a filler, isn't it? It, yeah, I mean, an adjunct is just a filler. It's yeah. it, it adds some flavor, and, and uh, rice mostly makes it have a lighter body. Mm. Um, so, I mean, it makes Bud Light easier to drink. But I, it just really pisses me off that Bud Light says, hey, this is an essential ingredient to beer. Where in the hell is yeast? I mean, granted, Bud Light's mostly water, but you got to have yeast to make whatever your 2.4% ABV is. It, it's funny you said that because the first time I saw that ad, the uh, the brewed with four quality ingredients because you don't need anything else. As I often do, just because I'm pretty sure I'm mildly psychopathic, in my head I went off on this weird dreamland adventure. <laughs> Where I imagined I became the spokesman for Bud Light. <laughs> and so I, you're also not a three guy anymore. Uh, uh, in, in my heart, at my core, <laughs> in my liver, I'm always going to be a three guy. A guy three. Three of the guys. Yeah. yeah. One of the, a third 
of guys. I'm going to be a part of the group. Yeah. At my core. But no, in my head, I imagined I had become a spokesman for Bud Light. And I could hear, playing in my head, the commercial, the ad, the epic, smooth-talking moment that I did the Bud Light quality ingredient advertisement in my best artificial deep movie voice uh, movie guy voice (coughs) where I said Bud Light brewed with simple and quality ingredients including water choice grains water the cheapest and most marketable American size hops. Water. Rice. Water. And water. <laughs> um, actually, and, and talking about water, um, the uh, I've actually learned, we, we used to give praise as much as we hated and shit all over anything Budweiser related. Mm-hmm. And it's not because we don't like it. It's because it's bad. I'm not going to get off on that tangent. But we don't like... We're not shitting on it because of what it is. We're shitting on it because it doesn't taste good. Yeah. That said, we have always praised it for being able to be consistent. It oh, yes. always tastes like what it always yeah. tastes like. I have recently learned that they water it down. They brew the, the beer... Mm-hmm. And then they water it down to get it to the 2.4% alcohol and the ABV. So if they brew a batch that's 4%, they add enough water to make it 2.4%. They, they, they water it down. So I can't even give them a pass on that anymore <laughs> because if, if just make it. I mean, I could I could go on for days yeah. about how much I hate that. that. That is one thing I've always given a salute to Anheuser on is the fact that their quality control is on point. Regardless where that bud is brewed, it does actually taste exactly the same. And, uh, for, I mean, for me, uh, I will admit, I have a bias against Anheuser. I really, I have a vendetta almost against them. And uh, I think it, I, it, I originally, I believe it sprang up from the fact that in uh, high school and college, I was a Miller guy. I was all about Miller and anything, you know, that wasn't Miller was, you know, not a good beer. And, of course, who's Miller's big... What was? Who was Miller's biggest competition? Anheuser-Busch. So, uh, the, the red and white was bad. And as I finally grew up about it, and I accepted the fact that a variety in beers, much like your one beer forever question, variety is actually the best part of beer. Variety is the spice of life. Indeed. Indeed. Well, holy shit, I need to curl my mustache. I just used Indeed off Man, the cuff. i tell you what. We watched uh, Murder on the Orient Express. And the new one? The new one. Oh, hers good. It's pretty good. Oh, sweet. It kind of drags a little bit, especially when you've been up for 12 hours and you're tired and you're in a movie theater. With 12 about, hours is nothing with, for me. With about 45 old men. <laughs> but uh, we watched it and, and uh, the lead detective's mustache, I have to grow one. That's that's a sidebar, and I was actually going to talk about that later, but um, on, I, I have to grow his mustache. That much on point? It was amazing. Uh, 
Uh, uh, if you could see what I'm about to show everybody, you're gonna have to feel that. Show out. everybody. I it's me. Sh- I want to show. I'm no, everybody. I want to show them. I want to show the listeners. But it, it was on point. I, I I guess that means you're gonna have to go. Go Google it. To Facebook. Yeah. And go to Three yeah. Guys Beer Reviews. Because yeah, we're gonna post that. Because and we're it gonna will put be that posted. on Twitter and we're gonna put that on Instagram. Retweet, re Instagram. How do you how do you retweet on Instagram? It's it's hard, but you can. Can you? Okay. It, it's a very specific setting. Just tag a million things. That's all I've ever noticed on Instagram <laughs> is that people tag like things that don't exist. Yeah, hashtag. Hoping that somebody has thought, well, blue poodles is going to be a hashtag, and I'm going to look it up. And so, blue yeah. poodles has been one of our most successful Instagram posts. Retweet us at uh, Three Guys Beer Reviews hashtag Blue Poodles. Yeah. Uh, uh, th- you know what? Actually, let's let's have some fun with this one. Go to Twitter. Go to Instagram. Use the hashtag TGBR. Let's see if we can get that to be a thing. Uh, we, we have done that. Uh, we have done that with with reviews. Yeah, but uh, we're we're gonna try this one again because it's branched out quite a bit since then. And speaking of branching out, while he's looking up the glorious mustache that he's looking up, I, I'm I'm gonna go back to that one. Is as much as I was a Miller guy and everything, you know, everything that wasn't Miller was the, the other beers. Uh, I've always had a respect for Budweiser and the fact that their quality, their quality control. It's ha- right in cursive there. Yeah. You're getting a little bit of italics. Well, it's because I was leaning to the right. So yeah, I, I, I you, spoke I in you, italics. Yeah. Um, no, it's of all their breweries. Every beer is consistent. And that's hard to do at that level because they brew gallons upon gallons upon gallons. And, you know, any praise you can give them, I guess, is good praise. Uh, unfortunately, on that same train of thought, since I've become a bit of a dick as far as beer goes, you're n- welcome. Now I judge them so much harsher. Just so much. As Dylan furiously types upon his phone, trying to find the mustache. It's hard to keep the conversation going without being dead silent. Oh, well, I, else I will fill it with the most random bullshit you can think of. You can talk about the next beer we're going to Oh, share. what what do we have here? Well, you know, we've had Delirium Nocturnum. We have, uh, and, yes. And Delirium Trimmins. Ooh, Delirium Red. Right. This is the uh, third Delirium Ooh. that I am about to break my pants over. Yeah. Yeah, okay, well, I guess I can just go hang out in the office for a little while while well, he, you know, I mean, you're about to hear a lot of uh, skin-slapping noises. Well, I'm not sure it can one. fit on the neck of this bottle, but uh, <laughs> get him a Gatorade bottle and we'll uh, see where it goes. <laughs> He's lying. It'll fit. but With room. <laughs> with room to work it around. But, yes, so there is that. And <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest, that... That uh, fifteen point one is starting to hit bottom. It and, actually it's uh, and saturating it's kinda, the system. Yeah, that's why I had a little bit of water a while ago. So while while he types away in the little bit of lag we have in the spare time, just between you and William of the three guys, uh, I would like to take a moment to say thank you for the people who have gone out and subscribed to us on iTunes and Google Play. Not. A ton of people just yet, but the very fact that we're starting to grow gives me so much hope for this new endeavor of the three guys. See, I've told you, man, we're just going to have to quit our jobs 
and dedicate full time to this. I, I, I want to do that so much, but I'm addicted to four walls and a roof. I'm just, I'm so big on that. I've got a tent. <sighs> yeah. I've, I've got a shed. You know what? A little, Pro- bit, little bit more room, a little sturdier. Wind might not knock yeah. it around so much. Problem, I could put a TV in there. Problem solved. You know you what? You could have internet in my shed. I, I'm the asshole here. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys so much for the kind reviews we've had. Uh, the the five-star ratings, man, thank you so much to everybody who out there has put in a five-star review. Or if I start rating, I'm sorry, reviews are separate because I don't understand how iTunes works. <laughs> it's surprisingly <laughs> difficult to get a podcast on iTunes, yeah, by the way. Uh, and um, thank you to the new traffic we've had on 3guysbeer.com. That has surprised me so much as how much more people have gone and checked us out on there. Which also contains the entire archives of the 3 Guys Beer Reviews on YouTube. Uh, we've had a couple new subscriptions there as well. And that's fantastic. But just please keep giving us your feedback. And if you have any okay. any questions or comments, if you have an idea for a good last call that you want us to do, pitch it out there. Dylan has given up his endeavor of finding the mustache in question. I'm sure oh, I'll no, see must- it later. I've, I've already put it on Facebook and Twitter. Oh, sweet. All yeah, right. It's, it's there and ready to go. So make sure you go to Facebook and Twitter. Uh, hashtag mustache. No, ha- I should have hashtag mustache, but hashtag uh, podcast. Okay. And um and 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 vote. Should Dylan grow that handlebar mustache? Oh my God! Vote yes. Vote yes. <laughs> and uh, I need to show it to you. I guess if, if there's any love of humanity in you, vote yes. It's amazing enough that you may not As, even have to vote. Uh, that's. Uh, I'm now looking at a picture of it, and I can say. I will forever be in your debt if you vote yes. Dylan should grow that mustache I mean, on it, an upcoming edition of Three Guys Beer Reviews on YouTube. It, it's like a Wyatt Earp with sensual passion. The thing about it was, it got a lot of close-ups in the film, and it's growing all the way back here. Like, that's part of a beard. That oh. He, yeah, man. Yes. And it, like, curls under here and then again over here. Oh, that's yeah. that's a good mustache. We're going to have to start doing what you got an announcement that I don't know about. So, yes. anyway, we have killed a lot of time. We're going to go over this episode. I'm just going to say, this is what happens when you drink a 15% at the beginning of a podcast. Yeah. So, um, for, I, for I, all the Christian podcasts that have to drink whiskey to get through... You're going to have to start drinking less uh, because you're, you're going over in your time. Um, so, yeah, oh. so, yeah, we're about 20 minutes away right now from the the special announcement. Nice. nice. Yes. Um, well, like I said, let's, let's move on to something else. I'm going to pop open the Delirium Red, and we're going to talk about something. We're probably not going to have a lot of talking about it, but it's just something I found interesting in the news. CBS News found that... Listening to Christmas music too early in the season is detrimental to your mental health. Uh, yeah, I'm with that. I, I fully I'm agree. so with that. I, I, I think that if you listen to Christmas music outside of Christmas Day, it's detrimental to your health. Uh, there's also a study out that shows that when Christmas play Christmas music plays in a department store, it reduces productivity. Monday is going to be the first day for Walmart's Christmas music. Uh, yeah, uh, they've shown that it reduces productivity, 
efficiency and the time it takes to perform your task. That's because it just makes people that work at Walmart realize that they're going to be open on Thanksgiving and Christmas Eve. Um, that makes them hate their lives because they're there and they have to work Christmas Eve and Thanksgiving Day. And then they close for 24 hours and reopen the day after Christmas. <laughs> that, that, that is true. But according to the study that uh, I was listening to, they actually found that when Christmas music plays, employees actually subconsciously spend effort trying not to hear that music. Which takes away from their productivity. I can so. see that. I mean, if if you hate listening to it, I mean, the only way to not listen to what you're what's being broadcast all over the the store, the only way to not hear that is to completely zone out. Yeah. So, I mean, if you completely zone out, you're not going to be thinking about your task. Mm. You're not going to be thinking about your line. You're not going to be thinking about your stocking. Whatever you're doing. So, I can see that. Yeah, and and I agree with it. Is honestly, I. I don't mind Christmas music so much when it's right there on the core of the day, but so many places just overuse it so much. It's like, well, Halloween's over. Let's queue up Burl Ives. Just <laughs> in Burl's defense, that is the best country music singer in the world ever in the history of the planet. I thought Pearl was more folk music than country, but... Uh, I said country meant Christmas. Yeah, okay, that. Said country meant Christmas. Okay. <clears throat> but <laughs> enough on that silly topic. 15%. I, I, just, I, just, I just thought that was an interesting thing to talk about. Um, we're both in agreement. You, you play it too early, you play it too much. We're both in agreement that if you drink that much of an alcohol percentage early in the podcast, you run over like we're going to do. Yeah. So keep listening. This has been a train wreck, but I think it's going to be good. I I, I'm going to have to tip the bartender to keep this open a little bit longer. <laughs> uh, I'll drop a 20 in that jar. Um, so, let's make it a little bit... Uh, let's, let's take it up before we go back down a notch. Um, who is going to the Super Bowl this year? <laughs> I, Te- technically next year. I, I can tell you it's not going to be my beloved Oakland Raiders. Uh, we're not going. I'm sorry. And yes, I am a dedicated Raiders fan because I admit that I'm a Raiders fan. That was redundant. No, that no, it's it's sort of like being a Browns fan. I'm you a can Raiders tell, fan because I'm a Raiders fan. No, because I admit that I'm a Raiders <laughs> fan. It's like being a Browns fan. If somebody says they're a Browns fan. By God, they're a Browns fan. If somebody admits they're a Browns fan. You buy them a sandwich, at minimum. Well, I mean, it's like there's been so many bandwagons the last few years. Oh, I'm a Falcons fan. I, really, you weren't six months ago. Yeah. Oh, I'm a Panthers fan. I'm a Patriots fan. That uh, is irritating. Yeah. Ba- uh, bandwagon fans are pretty irritating. Yeah, I admit I'm a Raiders fan. That means I'm a real Raiders fan. I've been a Cowboys fan <laughs> since I could walk, and there's been a lot of tough times. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's... So, no, I, I can feel you there. Um, no, we're not going to win. Uh, definitely. Cowboys are not going to the Super Bowl. We're five and three. We play Atlanta today, and um, as of the recording of this podcast, well, it's going up today. So, uh, but yeah, we're playing Sunday against Atlanta, and um, I think if we win, I think we may go two games into the playoffs. 
which is is deeper than we've gone. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying, yeah. uh, which is deeper than we've gone to the playoffs in a while. But I think we'll go two into the playoffs. But no, I, I don't think we'll go to the Super Bowl. Um, as far as the question goes, who goes to the Super Bowl? Who goes to the Super Bowl is, um, I mean, it, it always comes down to the Patriots because AFC just does not have the talent on that side. Chiefs are doing pretty good, but um, I, I, I yeah, Steelers, as of this recording on Sunday, 6-2, and two, uh, but I just don't see them being able to beat out the Patriots. So I think it's going to come down to the Patriots again. I hope it doesn't. NFC side, you got the Eagles and the Saints right now well, leading right, the pack. Right now, though, we're talking about AFC. So, I mean, as as far as on the AFC side, who goes? Who who go? I'm asking you, who goes? Right now, AFC picture is Patriots, Pittsburgh uh, Steelers, Chiefs, and the Titans. Those are your top four. And of them, let, let's be honest, the Patriots know how to win. Steelers, a great team, but they're too apt to fall apart. Yeah, no, Steelers have been having issues late in the season um, for, for consistently a good number of years. So um, as far as AFC South goes, I do not see the Titans coming out on top of that, uh, which the next closest team, obviously the Jaguars, um, I think if it came down to it, playoffs, Titans, Jags, I would say Jags probably going to pull it out. Um, then again, Titans are on a streak of three right now. So you know, I'm I'm going to say if it's not going to be the Patriots, it's going to be the Raiders. We're we're going to get a second half boost. Of li- I got to believe. Don't look at me like that. No, it's good. It's good. I, I got to you. believe we're going to find some second half miracle. We're going to get it together, and I say we. Me and a group of 40-something other men who have never met me. They dress in black and, makeup and wear horns. I wouldn't make fun of Raiders fans. Get, of all the fans, they're <laughs> the most apt to murder Nora. you. Um, the Bills are doing surprisingly yes, well. Yes, Which, Bills. I mean, hey, if it needs to happen, I'll root for the Bills to go because the Cowboys beat them in the Super Bowl many times. Well, I say many times, twice. In a row, though. I mean, yeah. So, we can go to the Super Bowl and, and beat the Bills. We've done it. Yeah. Well, here's a good question. That said, if it, I'll let you do the question. But if it's not the Patriots, I'm going to say Steelers. Uh, AFC side. Here, here's a good question. It's something I pose to a lot of people. If your team loses to another team that goes to the big dance, do you root for that team because they beat you? Or nope. do you want to see them get decimated because they beat you? I want to see them lose their balls. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, I, no, if yeah. It, Green Bay, when they beat Dallas, every playoffs game that they've beat Dallas recently, which has been quite a few, not even that, any game they've beat Dallas, which has been a lot, uh, which, by the way, piss on you because y'all suck now. How y'all doing without Aaron Rodgers? Dak's going to get hurt today. Yep. But I say that. Um, but no, like if if Green Bay made it to the Super Bowl and they beat us this many years in a row to get to the Super Bowl, yeah, piss on you guys. Completely. Um, NFC side. Who goes? Oh, NFC, man. It's a, it's a t- the 
Falcon. Uh, I mean, the Eagles right now lead the pack, uh, but I I don't know if the Eagles have it in them to be a playoff team. That's just my. I hope not. <laughs> uh, but I mean, right now, right, the NFC as of recording this, it's Philadelphia, New Orleans, Minnesota, Los Angeles Rams. They're doing. And good. you know what? The Rams are. Uh, to me, they're kind of the team this year. They've come out of nowhere. Next. Old school East Coast offense, run the ball right up the gut with a quarterback that has an unrecognized arm. Um, Dallas plays the Eagles next week. And I think if Dallas can beat the Eagles, because we're not great on defense, it's no secret. If Dallas can beat the Eagles, the Eagles will not go to the Super Bowl. If the Eagles beat Dallas, not saying Dallas is a great team because they're not, but if the if the Eagles can beat Dallas, then I, as much as I hate it, I think the Eagles will be the NFC team to go to the Super Bowl. All right. Because I, I just do not see the Eagles losing to any of the other division's teams. Saints, maybe. Uh, Vikings and Rams, no. So... All right, that being said, who's your sleeper team of the season? The Giants. <laughs> <laughs> not the unconscious um, team, the sleeper team. I don't I, I there's not really a sleeper team because like the Seahawks, they're only one behind the Rams. Yeah. Um the Lions, the Packers are going to fall off. Um they're going they're just going to keep going down. Panthers are starting to move. Um Yeah, the Falcons are 4 and 4, so they're not great. Bills are doing really well. Uh, I think the Raiders can go pretty deep if they can kind of get their shit together, but they're they're falling off yeah. too. I, um, I'm afraid Raiders have shown their cards for the season. But as far as me, the sleeper teams I have on Raiders. I think the Raiders are the sleeper team because I think once we get the uh, the injured corners we have back, I think our defense is going to finally wake back up. And I could be very wrong on this one, but my sleeper team on NFC, the Detroit Lions. I can see that. I, th- I, I think see that's that. the team that has the most potential to take the second half of the season and make it. I can see that. Super Bowl, maybe not, but those are my two sleepers. If I had to say right now who goes to Super Bowl, I'm going to say Pats and Eagles. Mm, I, I'm going to say Patriots and either Eagles or maybe Steelers. So long as they keep with the long game from Pittsburgh, they have a chance. If they go back to that 15 and check down, yeah, Eagles, definitely. I don't want them to, but we'll see. Yeah. But uh, We just cracked open a bottle of uh, Delirium Red. If you've never had the Delirium series, you've got Delirium Nocturnum. Delirium Trimmins, and this is one of the no, the next in the series, Delirium Red, and um, it's a Belgian, and it's a, it, it's a Belgian red, obviously, but it's it's a Belgian red, and um, it's really really good. Yes. Oh Lord, yes. I haven't even talked about it since he opened it, but so good. There's been a lot of silent. Um, signals about it but yeah it's 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 very good um but anyway let's let's get let's let's take this down a notch let's talk about all of the stuff going on in hollywood with the celebrities 
and uh, people claiming they were uh. harassed and molested, etc., by certain celebrities. Um, what's your take on this? I, uh, all right, here we go. Plummet time. Well, before you do that, get me a beer. All right. Uh, uh, I would like the pickle beer, please. Uh, pickle beer coming up. There you go. Yeah. You're going to owe me an extra tip for staying over on Happy Hour. Pickle beer here. No, I... The sad thing is, I think that the grandest majority, majority of them are legitimate. I really do. And I'm afraid that somewhere very soon there's going to be some false claims that come out that are going to hurt all the legitimate ones. And uh, Louis C.K. at the moment is the newest example of that. And uh, for better or worse, Louis come out and said, yes, I did that. I I really respect that he straight up said, yes, it's true. Because no one else wants to do that. It's a horrible situation, but at least he is owning it. I don't know if that makes me feel better about it or not. Well, see, here's the thing. I think that it's going to take away from the seriousness that all of these people are coming out. Because, I mean, okay, yeah, Kevin Spacey, well, we can, Hollywood can throw him away. Uh, Louis C.K., yeah, well, Hollywood can throw, what, what about, it's hundreds, well, it's not literally hundreds, but it's it's obviously celebrities, there's hundreds of them, yes. there's going to be hundreds of cases. So, I, I think as more and more of these come out, people are going to start saying, well, it's not that big a deal, whenever their favorite celebrity gets brought into mm. it. Um, it, it, see, I, I really I like Louis C.K. I really mm-hmm. do. I've I've loved his comedy, and it's it's amazingly disappointing to me. And I'm afraid I'm I'm giving him favor for owning it because of the fact that I've liked him so much. See, here's the thing: if he was the only celebrity that someone came out against, would you feel differently? I, well, shit, he's a dirtbag. But that's the thing. I mean, it's. It's like growing an apple on an apple tree. Well, I've got one good apple, but no, you've got an apple tree full of apples. You're you're gonna have hundreds of apples to choose from. What's gonna make one stand out from the other? So yeah, you you've got Louis C.K., but you've also got a dozen other people. So is it taking away from the seriousness that well, you like Louis C.K. Could you have overlooked it if it was just him? I think it takes away from it. Well, I mean, I think that's indicative of the problem is the fact that uh, we're re- we're really getting a look at the scope of how messed up this has been. As yeah. whereas, you and know, it's, it's been just, happening for oh, decades. That's a bad apple on the tree, mm-hmm. and now we're kind of starting to see uh, most of the apples are rotten. Well, see, I think and, a lot of it is privilege. Yes. People think that they're privileged in that situation, yeah. but I think another question, and I'm I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this. But I think another question needs to be asked, what is considered harassment? I think when you show your junk to somebody who doesn't want to see it or has not asked to see it, or uh, the big boss on this one, Weinstein, the guy well, who... that's the thing, though. He has possibly raped people. Yes. He has, I mean, like Cosby going back to that, yeah. he has drugged people to do what he's done. That, that's no doubt. That's, I'm that's, kind of afraid that how, you know what, oh, we're in overtime anyway. How fucked up that is, is kind of soft powdering these newer ones. It is. 
But see, Which, that, I, I mean, was... if I start jacking it in front of somebody who doesn't want to see it, that should be horrible. But now we have that, well, at least I didn't drug somebody or force somebody in my hotel That's room. That's true. That's, it shouldn't be a scale of, well, how messed up is it? I agree. And we're losing scope we're... of that as far as messed up or not messed up now. But I, I, I agree with that 100%. But like I said, you've got to define what the line is. Mm. If you send somebody on Tinder an unsolicited dick pic that they didn't ask for, is that harassment? I think it's a nuisance. It it is. I I don't think it's harassment. I see where you're going with that, and I agree. If you're standing in a room with someone and you pull your pants down with the intent of having sex with them, that's harassment because you're in in person with them. I'm kind of with you versus the medium. Like you brought up Tinder. Mm-hmm. We all know what Tinder's Tinder is, used t- for. I think Tinder is also getting society... I don't want to say it in a negative way, but I think Tinder is also dumbing down society, yeah. desensitizing society in the aspect of, well, that's almost expected on uh, Tinder. Let, let's call space. And, and I, I grew up in the time of MSN Messenger and AOL Instant Messenger, and that shit was rampant when I was in high yeah. school. I think when your environment changes... Mm-hmm. Whenever it's like, hey, I'd like to talk to you about having a part in my show. Like, hey, we really want yeah. you to come on the three guys. Why don't you come over to uh, our studio and talk to us? That changes the whole yeah, ball because field. once they get here and you say, well, I'll let you be on the show yeah. if you show me your boobs. That, yeah, I think That's that changes wrong. it. That shouldn't be the thing. I mean, Roy Moore is a politician who's in the news for what he's, he, he may or may not have done. Yeah. And uh, he swears he didn't do it. I mean, the potential is there. The potential is there. It's not true. Right. But Um, I will, as far as... But it is true. I will throw that out there that, as far as right now, there's no proof he did it. Mm -hmm. When a lot of your own party bails on you? Well, here's the thing about that, though. Not only did a lot of his own party bail on him... A lot of his own party also said that, and I, this is this is what I, I saw this. A lot of his party has come out and said, even if he did do it, they would still vote for him. That that is systemic problems. That is that's a, the you need, system. You need to set step back and say, what am I believing in right now? If I'm voting for the people that are okay with this, yeah. I I think this really boils down to one. If you're using leverage for this, you're in the wrong. Mm-hmm. To get out of someone else, what I want, I think is messed up. When it becomes sexual, maybe I'm wrong for this, I think it's even worse. Because there, there is sort of a play of, oh, well, you know, quid pro quo business-wise. Mm-hmm. I think when you make it physical, you make it worse. Like I said, I think it's a privilege problem. I think people that are in a position of power that can use their power to, in some way, um, persuade someone to do something in order to get a part in a movie or a TV show, I think that's a problem. Now, I mean, we don't have a position of power over anyone. Uh, Maybe we see it differently. I'm good to have a position of power over my dog. (laughs) Uh, I mean, like I said, maybe we see it differently, and uh, and we, I mean, I don't know. It's I, I hate to say it this way because it's going to sound almost opposite of the way things should be done. But in in the case of murder, uh, the country says the 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 world almost 
uh, a, a civilized country says you're innocent until proven guilty. Mm-hmm. I think if someone comes out and says that you did something sexual towards me, you should be guilty until proven innocent. Because, I mean, you kill somebody, you take a life. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you hurt, you're, you're making a person suffer forever if you've done something sexual against mm-hmm. them that they didn't want. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm going to agree and disagree with you on that one. As far as I agree with you, if it is something like that, you are essentially taking life because you're taking the rest you of are, the existence. Yes. 100%, you're you're yeah. ruining the stability and yeah. the foundation they have. Uh, I still maintain innocent until proven guilty just because I have to believe in that system. And I could just be a product of that system. No, I no. have to believe you are, in fact, innocent until proven guilty. But uh, great examples. Louis C.K., I loved his comedy. I really have. Uh, Kevin Spacey. I have loved Kevin Spacey. Oh, yeah, yeah. And as much as, I mean, American Beauty and so much of what I've seen of him in interactions as far as, like, uh, quick snippets of videos or people who have met him on the street, uh, late-night TV show interviews, uh, Louis C.K., a lot, you know, like I said, a lot of his back-and-forths he's done, just uh, his uh, creative mind. I've loved him both. The this comes out and it seems to be tangibly true. Louis C.K. likes that. At least he has stood up and said, "Yeah, I did it. Mm-hmm, yeah. It was fucked I mean, up, I, but I, I did I, it." I don't want to give him a pass for it, yeah. but I will say yeah, that I'm it's not excusing admired. it. I mean, but... a lot of people have either kept quiet or denied it completely. At least he said, "Yeah, yeah." But as much as I have loved their creative abilities, this has irreversibly damaged them to me. Right. Right. I can't can't abide by it. I completely stand with the studios to say, no, we're not sending out your movies with you in it. We're not, we're canceling your stand up. We're not having this. I mean, that, that's good on you. And and I completely stand by it. I mean, uh, I I think, um, like I said, I think you should be guilty until proven innocent. Um, uh, Whether that's Roy Moore, Kevin Spacey, whoever. Um, to, To kind of add on a shitty unfortunate topic that we had to cover we're going to talk about a shitty unfortunate beer that we had to drink um i have been um drinking and william is about to drink a uh i've been delaying this on purpose it's something it's a a berliner wise uh a a, it's it's a, a a wheat beer um but it also has dill added it's it's only a four percent um (laughs) But, um, I don't, I, I just, I'm, I'm just going to say, I probably, I love pickles, by the way. I love pickles. I love dill. I could sit here and, and eat a, a sprig of dill like it's popcorn. Uh, but this is not good. What is the ABV on that one? 4%. 4%. Because a Ber- Berliner Weiss is a cloudy, sour beer, usually around 3%. I get the sour. Mm. Yep, yeah, it's a sour. But, um, but no, it's actually a variation on a white beer mm-hmm. uh, from northern Germany. Basically a blonde ale. Yep. What we would equate to a blonde right. ale, yes. I'm, and, I'm very interested to see what you think. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll let you listen to the commentary because here I go. <clears throat> I will say that um, the on the nose, it smells very much like any other Berliner Weiss that I've had. Um, and the very, very, very end, very faint, is a dill smell. Um, the thing about the flavor is it's very, I don't know, 
Uh, I think what really sets it apart for me is the spiciness. Because it also has pepper added. It does have a spice. I it's, was just noticing it, that. It has a chili pepper added. and um, So I'm not insane to get a touch of a heat. Oh, no, no, no. There's heat there. Okay. There, there is definitely okay. heat there. That, yeah, it does. It has a sour, a, a tangy dill. Then you catch a peppery spice to it, and slowly it starts to heat up as yeah. you finish. When, when you drink it, in the first three seconds, you get tart sour, which is great. And then you get dill, which is not so bad. It's not not great for it, but it's not bad. It's still, I, I would still probably thumbs that up. And then you get that spiciness, which we talked about last week about spiciness in beer. Whether it's good or bad for the beer. Um, and I'm pretty sensitive to it. Like, I can... <laughs> It, I, it doesn't I affect de- me. I can detect like it, it right now, but um, but no. Uh, I mean, just long segment short. Is, is that particular beer very good? Not really. No. Um. Um. I, this, I think, this is a middle of the road meh for me. I, if it, didn't, I'm surprised it got that much for you. I, 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 it's I, a meh for me. I like it up until that. You warm, don't like pickles. I don't like pickles. And you like the beer. That's interesting. Here's the weird thing. I like so, so maybe it's a, a uh, preserved cucumber maybe, thing. That you don't, I, maybe maybe you like dill, but you don't like preserved. Cucumbers. I do like dill. You like dill. There, but you don't uh, like your, uh, there there are a couple of uh, dill chicken products out right now. I really like them. I need these in my life. Oh oh lord oh! I, as soon as we hit stop on this, I'm gonna educate you, buddy. Educate. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> take your ass to school. I'm gonna educate you. I'm I'm ready. But I yeah I do I do like a mild dill, but that that warm yeah. on there. Yeah, the, it is the it back is of my spicy, tongue yeah. right now. I can feel it. I if it weren't for that, it would be a definite definite man. Try it out. But this is gonna this is bordering. It's pretty close unlike. to a thumbs down. Yeah, it, I, yeah. I don't I don't know if it is or not. Since we're not doing an official review, yeah. but it's pretty damn close to a thumbs down. For I'm me. going middle of the road on it because I like. Two thirds of it. Speaking of uh, spicy things, uh, a little secret announcement that I think we're going to come out with, which isn't yours, but it's my own. Um, for a future review, we are actually going to try to do the Pocky One Chip Challenge, um, the Spicy Chip Challenge. Um, if I can get a hold of any for less than fifty dollars a chip, I'm going to cry. I might cry, and I love spicy things. Oh shit! Um, it's it's supposed to be pretty rough. It's it's a Carolina Reaper. I have actually had a Carolina Reaper. Oh. Um, Carolina Reaper was the hottest, ungodliest, imaginable heat that I've ever had in my life because it's the hottest pepper in the world, and this is a chip made with Carolina Reapers. So um, yeah, that is it's going to be coming up in a future uh, video. Uh, we don't want to just delegate that to a podcast. Oh, that needs to have visual, no, yeah, yeah. visual content to get the effect on that. So I, I think that's going to be the end for the show today, guys. Yeah. Um, Which means I think it's time for the special announcement. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah, the, the, we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna dedicate happy hour to this announcement because I'm surprised I don't even yes. know what's going on right here. And that is because this is the third episode of the three guys. Is that a thing? Yes. Okay. Our special announcement is that on the next 
happy hour with the three guys, we're going to have a big announcement. Oh, God damn. Yes. <laughs> it's going to happen. Tune in next time and find out what our big announcement is going to be. Yeah, that's, yes. Okay. <laughs> Apparently we're going to do that. So, it, as as we wrap this one up, as we, as we go into our last call of the evening, uh, thank you guys for listening along. Thank you for the people who have subscribed to the podcast. Thank you for the reviews and the ratings we've got. Please, as you're listening to us, don't forget, send us your questions for next week. If there's something you want to know, something you want us to cover, something you think would be fun for Last Call, let us hear about it. We want this to be an interactive experience with our listeners. That being said, uh, I can see the bartender's already a little bit mad. We've stayed this long in happy hour. Hey, I'm paying you. (laughs) Hey, I'm going to have to slip him another 20. Thank you guys for joining us. It's been a lot of fun. We'll catch you next time. Ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, send us your questions for next week. Next week in... uh, Last call. We are going to get to your questions, and we're going to try to answer your questions as best we can. So until next week. That's all for happy hour. Happy hour's over. You, what's that smell? <laughs>